0: You're now tuned in to The Lease Up, an affordable housing podcast produced by the Africatown Community Land Trust designed to highlight the Liberty Bank Building on 24th and Union in Seattle. The Liberty Bank Building development is a partnership between the Africatown Community Land Trust, Capitol Hill Housing, Bird Bar Place, and the Black Community Impact Alliance. And when opened in February 2019, the Liberty Bank building will provide 115 units of affordable housing to our community's most vulnerable. The Lease Up podcast documents progress on the road to full occupancy of the Liberty Bank building through a series of interviews with key people from the Africatown Community Land Trust, partner organizations, tenants, business leaders, and community members at large, all assembled to tell the historic journey of the Liberty Bank building in their own words. The Liberty Bank building stands on the very land where the historic Liberty Bank once stood decades ago. Liberty Bank building was the very first African-American-owned bank in the Pacific Northwest. Although the bank is gone, the new Liberty Bank rises on a future that honors our past. Welcome to the lease up.
1: Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Lease Up. You can listen to us on social media, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. We have a wonderful guest today, uh, Chris Persons with Capitol Hill Housing. Thank you so much, Chris, for joining us today.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of Capitol Hill Housing and I want you to give the community a good overview of what you do and who you are. So let's get into this. Uh Chris, what's your role at Capitol Hill Housing and how long have you been there?
2: I'm the uh I'm the CEO, so I'm the the lead staff member for Capitol Hill Housing and have been uh, in that role since uh, September of 2007, so a little over 11 years. Um, yeah, wow. moved here from Chicago uh, in September of 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 2007.
1: Well, tell us a little bit more about what uh, Capitol Hill Housing is and what you do.
2: So we were founded in 1976 as the Stevens Neighborhood Housing Improvement Program, a very small, very grassroots organization whose mission was really to help homeowners um, improve their their properties in Mm. a neighborhood uh, on capitol hill that was experiencing redlining so people couldn't get bank loans to fix up their homes and the community was deteriorating and we provided support for homeowners to turn the neighborhood around in the 1980s we uh, began to see an erosion of of affordable housing stock, so we shifted our attention to um, acquiring, owning, and operating affordable uh, apartment buildings. Uh, changed our name from Stevens Neighborhood to Capitol Hill Housing Improvement Program, and today we have 49 properties with about uh, a little under 1,500 uh, apartments in our in our portfolio. Wow, um, mostly congregated in the downtown Capitol Hill Central District area, but we have properties um, in Ballard and um, down in White Center.
1: Wow, that's a lot.
2: It, it's a lot. We've got about 90 staff uh, people or or actually it's probably closer to a hundred staff people right right now. Um, we do all of our own development, all of our own property management. We have resident services uh, for our our tenants as well. We also do a lot of sustainability work in the community. So we operate the Capitol Hill Eco District, which is a program to really dr- drive community and environmental uh, sustainability at the at the neighborhood um, mm-hmm. level. So we're you know we're uh, a community development corporation, which is kind of a, a HUD designation. So we really focus on how to build um, vibrant and engaged communities, which is our our core purpose as an organization. We do that largely through the development of affordable apartment buildings, um, but we do it in a lot of other ways too.
1: Well, it sounds like you've just described a lot of successes from CHH. Is there one um, major success that you would love to tell us about?
2: But I think 12th Avenue Arts has to be um, one of the, Certainly, it's our, our cornerstone um, project um, in, in, our, in our history. It was um, in response to the community's concern that we were losing affordable art space. So there are two affordable uh, performance uh, theaters in the building as, as well as uh, community retail and offices for community and, and community meeting space, and then 88 affordable apartments above that located on what had been a surface parking lot that the city owned and we were able to after about 15 years of cajoling and you know <laughs> nudging we yeah. got them to sell that uh property to us that was uh, a property where the uh the, the capitol hill the east precinct of the seattle police department mm-hmm. uh parked their uh, personal vehicles so we created underground parking for the police officers. So they park underground, there's retail, theaters ab- above office space for community organizations and then uh, then the housing. And a big, I, I know you've seen the building before. Of course. 12th <laughs> Avenue Arts emblazoned across the the front. And, I mean, it really helped to change the, the tenor of, of 12th Avenue, which gets mm-hmm. more to our, our purpose of building vibrant, and engaged communities. So there's affordable housing, but it was really a, a bigger community development purpose behind that, that building.
1: That's just beautiful work, honestly. I mean, the work that you guys are doing is beautiful. And you, and you mentioned it now, we're gonna get into it. You know, you gave us a little tidbit on Liberty Bank. Uh, let's talk a little bit about CHH's, Capitol Hill Housing's role in the Liberty Bank building project.
2: So we're the we're the developer. We'll be the owner and manager of the property when it's um when it's completed. It's very close to being completed right now. We're in the lease up process, as you know, the name of Literally, this pot- yeah, yes, right, <laughs> is the lease up, and that's going uh very well. There's no shortage of interest in people uh locating in, in the in the property. Um one of the unique things about this property though is we understand the importance of ownership in, in the community and the importance for African-American led organizations to uh, own property in order to build their own capacity. Yeah. Um, this is, a, is a, it's a complicated tax credit development, uh, but we, uh, we created an agreement with Bird Bar Place and Africatown to provide them an opportunity to own the building after the 15 year tax credit uh, compliance period. And that's what we're going to be working towards so that at the end of that 15 years, a community based organization that's African-American led can take ownership of the the property.
1: Well, uh, that's amazing, honestly, because those partnerships are really what helps to stabilize our community, as you said. Now, my question to you is how did CHH actually become involved in the project of Liberty Bank?
2: So uh, KeyBank was operating and had been operating a bank there since the 1990s. And um, we have a relationship with KeyBank as they're the investor and lender in a number of our projects and also hold uh, a number of our deposits. And when they decided that they wanted to close that um, branch and shift that Work over to their 15th Avenue uh, branch. They called us directly and said, "Hey, would you be interested in, in acquiring uh, the parcel?" And at, at that time, I mean, you know, I'm not originally from um, Seattle. I had no, I didn't know the the history at that mm. point in time. And then they came and said, "We would like to sell this to you at our book value, which um, ends up being less than than market value." We were like, "Well, this is this is great," and. Um, we, we came to understand the history shortly thereafter, and um, we had had some relationship with uh, Bird Bar Place, which was called Centerstone at the time, so I'd reached out to them and begun conversations with them to have a partnership similar to a partnership that we had um, with a DNDA and the White Center CDA down in White Center, where we acquired the building, the local organization had a minority ownership share with the right to acquire the building at the end of the fifteen-year tax credit compliance period. So it was our idea to establish a very similar relationship with uh, Bird Bar Place, and and during those conversations, some other uh, uh, groups in the community came and and you know they they thought that. Um, the community should have a broader say in terms of who we decide to partner with in the community. So we began negotiating with Africatown and the uh, BCIA, the Black Community Impact Alliance, and uh, developed a um, really great uh, memo of understanding that includes those three organizations, which provides for the ownership, um, provides for us doing... Um, affordable ground floor commercial for African small African-American-owned businesses. And right Mm -hmm. now we have LOIs for Earl's Cuts, who's been at that corner for something like 35 years. Earl is moving into a Liberty Bank building. And then uh, we have a signed LOI with that Brown Girl Cooks. It's Christy Brown. Mm -hmm. They've got an amazing concept for a restaurant right at that corner. Uh, So they're moving... Um, there. And if, if you've ever eaten uh, that Bronco Cook's food, it's fantastic. They've been operating a, a catering business for a, a long time. They're very well known. So we're yeah. very, very excited and we're in negotiations with a, a third small African American owned uh, business. We don't have a signed LOI, so I can't really speak about that right mm-hmm. now. But that was another e- element of the MOU. Um, and, and there were some elements around how we focus the marketing. On the building, so that people who have been displaced from the community, or who are at risk of being displaced, and those individuals who would um, have been least likely to uh, try to get housing there, could be um, um, marketed marketed to in a priority way, and. Um, When we opened up the telephone line on November 1st, as you know, (laughs) we got so many calls right at 9 o'clock that it crashed the the phone um, system. And the phone company took full responsibility for that because we had it all worked out and we did all of the testing. And then there was just so many calls right at that time. So many calls. Um, But we uh, created a process. We called everybody back who uh, left their phone number, left a message, and um, we're in the process of of the lease up right now. We're not going to have any problem filling that building with folks that have, you know, when you look at the history of the Central District in the 1960s and 70s, when 70% of the population was African American, and now it's I don't know, so something like twelve percent. Yeah. So there's been a, you know, thousands of people have been displaced, and the interest of people to to move back to the community is really, really, um, it's real, it's um, it's passionate, and it's something that we as an organization, uh, believe should be facilitated.
1: Well, I mean, with that, I, I feel like you know, Capitol Hill housing is. Uh, setting a, a new standard almost for, especially for the Central District, for a while there, community members really felt like it was a land grab, almost like, hey, you know, nobody cares about these spaces. And so a lot of people that were outside of the community were coming in and and saying, well, let's take advantage of these opportunities. I feel like Capitol Hill Housing is doing this differently. Can you explain why? Like, why are you guys taking a different approach?
2: Well, we're a mission-based organization, and that's it's what we do. Um, but I don't, you know, it's not like we came in on on our white ho- horse to save the day. Right. I mean, we're we're here to create housing for people and um, Africa Town, uh, Bird Bar Place, the BCIA. We had some, um, you know, they really helped us move Liberty Bank to um, to a degree where it really maximizes the the uh, empowerment of the african-american community and it's it's we share that that value but this is a community-led process one of the learnings for our organization over the last six years when we first started this uh, project is in, in in our evolution is how we really work in community in a way where we we um, setback and community leads. And we follow community, but bring the assets that we have to, to bear and the expertise that we have to bear to support the community and the community's vision. It's not us coming in and going, hey, this is what we think is best for the community. Right. It's, it's us saying, if you want us, here's here we are. We can help. Tell us what you want us to do.
1: That's beautiful, Chris. I really appreciate that because the community folks, uh, that's what I think has been missing for a long time. So I'm I'm really thankful that you guys are doing that. Uh, you know, in this regard, what is the kind of feedback that you're hearing from the industry? Uh, you know, I'm wondering how unique is this relationship that CHH has built with these community partners?
2: It, it's pretty unique. It's not unheard of. in organizations like ours uh CDCs, community development corporations throughout the country do this kind of work, um, but I think the depth of partnership, particularly in Seattle, is new. And not all affordable housing developers do this kind of work. Mm-hmm. I think the city is really looking at what we're doing as very closely as a as a model. Um, and uh, you know what I like to say. So Twelfth Avenue Arts, we won this pretty prestigious award that. You know, I don't like to brag about, but I'm going to. Um, it's the Urban Land Institute Global Award for uh, Excellence, and mm-hmm. um, and I think Liberty Bank Building is going to be the next winner of that of that award. And and you know, it's a beautiful building. The artwork in the in the building we have to talk about. You know, the artwork from nine different artists is phenomenal. The mural, the Al Doggett mural on the on the you know in the front of the building yeah. is just it's beautiful. It just sets the tone of the property. So not only is the is the is the building beautiful, but the the purpose and the mission of and the work in the community is, is pretty pretty unique. And 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 the architects and again this a lot of this thinking led by the community. Um, Did things like we preserved the vault door from the bank, and that's Mm. going to be mounted inside the building. We've preserved a lot of the bricks from the original um, Liberty Bank building. So those have been incorporated in the facade of the building. The safety deposit box covers will be implanted someplace on the facade of the building. So we really did a lot. Oh, and we resurrected the Liberty Bank building logo, and that will go on the outside of the building So not only will the building uh, memorialize the history of Liberty Bank that also helps to reestablish a foothold for the African-American community and, you know, in the Central District at that corner, which has been the hub of the community for, you know, since... You know, as Viking Garrett likes to say, since William Gross that's right. came to the community in the 1890s.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're describing so many wonderful things happening with Liberty Bank Building. Let's dive into the logistics. When is it opening? When can we expect to, like, walk through those halls?
2: So that's a good question. Um, it will open on February 1st of 2019 um and people will move in during the month of of february um the building generally i mean it's an apartment building people Mm -hmm. live there so it's not a building that's open to the public so (laughs) you can't just go in and walk in it's people's people's homes but we will have a grand opening i think we're talking about march right now um and, you know, if the grand opening is anything like the um, the groundbreaking <laughs> ceremony, for me personally, um, in, in learning and understanding the importance of this building to the community, it was really the groundbreaking. It, there was 300 people out of, you know, usually yeah. you've got 20 people standing around, po- politely applauding some dignitaries. You know, speech. <laughs> right. This was a celebration. There was dancing. It was food. It was it, just amazing, positive energy. And there was like twenty speakers, so that really, <laughs> you know, that was a little tough. But um, that was when um, my eyes really opened to how important this project is and that site is to the African American community. So. If the I, I expect that the grand opening is a, even are going to be like double that yeah. in terms of excitement. So it's going to be a pretty amazing event. So we'll when we have a date set, we'll be certainly be getting that out to, to people um, very broadly.
1: Oh, yeah, because the community wants to know for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, as we wrap up, why don't you share what's next for CHH?
2: Well, there's a lot going on for CHH. So Liberty Bank Building is the uh, not the only building we have under construction right now. We're uh, building a project called Station House um, at 10th uh, and John, part of the Capitol Hill Light Rail Station um, development. We uh, were uh, uh, very fortunate to win um, a couple of RFPs recently, um, the Northgate RFP through King County to develop affordable housing with our partners at Bridge Housing, um, and with our partners at Seattle Chinatown International District PDA, mm-hmm. developing a, par- a parcel at um, Yesler um, at the old King County Records Retention wow. site. So a couple of uh, great projects there that are going to be uh, moving forward in, in the next uh, year. And then, then we've got about a thousand units in our pipeline um, total. So. Um, a lot going on as an organization.
1: Amazing, Chris. Well, I definitely want to thank you for giving the community these updates and letting us get to know Capitol Hill Housing a little bit better from the top dog CEO, Chris <laughs> Person. <tray on> <laughs> thank you so much. Honestly, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yep. And we appreciate your partnership with all of the community members and Africatown, uh, really trying to bring in um, this understanding for the community of what is development in our community and what does that look like. So we really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And you guys have just now heard another episode of The Lease Up. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you for taking time to listen to this episode of The Lease Up. If you're in immediate need of affordable housing, please text the word HOME to 206-309-6324 to sign up for the Africa Town Housing Action Alerts to receive affordable housing resources on your phone. Make sure and catch past episodes of The Lease Up by visiting www.africatownseattle.com. You can also get information about the Liberty Bank Building by visiting libertybankbuilding.org. This has been an Africatown production.